Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or a psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly recommended. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to one dictionary, it means to weigh in the mind to think about and reflect on. On our Let's Ponder episodes that are shared on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast, we discuss taboo and questionable subject matter. For example, size. Does it really matter? Or do you really want to know the number of partners your significant other has been with? How about being in a sexless marriage? These and other topics are what we talk about on Let's Ponder. Definition cuckold, verb, cuckolding, of a man make another man a cuckold by having a sexual relationship with his wife. Quote, in the novel, Humberto cuckolds his employer, end quote. Of a man's wife make her husband a cuckold by being sexually unfaithful. Quote, he was repeatedly cuckolded by his wife Aphrodite. End quote. Urban Dictionary, cuckold. A man who finds arousement in watching his girlfriend or wife having sex with another man. An example in a sentence. Damn, gotta find myself some of that cuckold porn. I just love that feeling of hate fapping. Hate fap. Verb. The act of masturbating while in an escalated state of anger and or resentment directed toward oneself. Okay, so I often hear men refer to themselves as being a cuckold. I decided to look more into what it really is. The aforementioned definition explains a lot, but still I wanted to learn more, so I found an article that explains about cuckoldry and the psychology and history behind it. Then I surveyed some folks in a couple of social media groups, and they shared their own whys with regards to their relationships. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Ponder on Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Today's episode is about being cuckold or cuckolding or cuckold or all of that. And like I said a moment ago, I hear people referring to it, but I wondered if they were referring to it genuinely or if it was just a phrase that they were using to explain why they felt a certain way. And so I had to look up the definitions. Maybe it meets and fits what people think. Maybe it doesn't. But I wanted to do a little bit more research on it. I do have this article that, again, it's an article. So I believe it's one person's thoughts and opinions based on their research historically, etc. But I found it interesting. It is on the website medium.com. And the name of the article is What the Cuck? The Psychology and History Behind Cuckoldry. And it was printed out or put out rather, let's see here, July 20th of 2020. And the person who posted it on the site or the writer was Tabulous. Okay, so cuckolds, cuck queens, and cuckold dresses. This is a lot to say, isn't it? Cuckoldry is a sexual fetish that falls under the broad category of masochism. 
It is a practice in which the husband, boyfriend, or male partner is knowingly being cheated on. The man being cheated on is called the cuckold or cuck, while the person doing the cheating is called the cuckoldress. Although all the participants are likely to have a great time, the cuckold is the one who gains the most psychological pleasure during the whole process. Whether the cuckold is witnessing the adulterous activity firsthand or whether he is simply acknowledging the fact that it has taken place elsewhere, the cuckold dotes on the humiliation of it all. Cuckoldry is way more common in heterosexual couples due to the reversal of the outdated and traditional power dynamic between men and women. If we think about patriarchy or any other ideology that places the man above the woman for that matter, cuckoldry completely destroys this concept. Other terms exist when referring to cuckoldry within different gender dynamics. For example, a cuck queen is the gender opposite of a cuckold. In this dynamic, the wife gets off knowing and or watching her husband have sex with another person. For many, the excitement stems from simply knowing that this affair is taking place. The cuck may or may not be present during the act. If they are, they do not participate and may only pleasure themselves if they are given permission by their cuckoldress. If the cuck is not present, they may help out with tasks in preparation for the sexual encounter helping their partner choose a sexy outfit, helping them apply their makeup, or even driving them to the person's house are some of the foreplay activities associated with cuckoldry. Quirky Etymology Being an etymology enthusiast, the first time I heard this word, I initially thought it meant that the wife had a hold of her husband by the cock, both literally and figuratively. In other words, the female was more dominant, one in both of the bedroom and in their day-to-day -day life. While this, in a sense, holds true, the word actually originates from the cuckoo bird. You might be wondering why, and with good reason, and how is this sex practice relatable to a bird? If you have a particular interest in small birds or ornithology in general, you might already be familiar with the cuckoo's bird's bizarre practice of laying their eggs in another bird's nest. Just like the little cuckoo bird that lays her eggs in the nest of another, the adulterer lays his seed in the bed of another. History and use of the word. The word is believed to have made its first appearance in the English language in a 13th century medieval poem called The Owl and the Nightingale by an unknown author. The word has then been used more famously in the works of Shakespeare and Chaucer, if I said that right, with both of their works having to do with a man having an unfaithful wife. However, in these stories, the husband does not know about the adultery that is happening so vigorously right under his nose. The authors purposefully make the man relatable to that of a fool. He becomes degraded by his wife without even knowing it. In a time such as the Middle Ages, a time where women were treated as subordinate to their husbands, having the female protagonist get away with adultery was a bold literary move. With the author's intentions being to make the cuck look like an ignorant sap, we can definitely see the correlation to modern cuckold humiliation practices. A sexy oxymoron. With cuckoldry, it is interesting to analyze its origins and uses throughout history.
This is because it helps us modern folk in demystifying the psychology behind it. One theory can be linked to the aforementioned dilapidation of the traditional power dynamic between men and women. Males who wish to be dominated by their female companions are not at all out of the ordinary. In fact, male submission, aka femdom, is quite common amongst heterosexual men. One reason as to why some men enjoy this degradation so much is ironically linked to their own control. For example, if a man or his ego were to be humiliated outside of this controlled sexual context, he most likely would be left devastated, hurt, and vulnerable. This fear of being humiliated and letting your emotions take over may be so intense that it transforms into an erotic desire. As we all know, there is a fine line between pain and pleasure. Whether the pain is physical or psychological, both pain and pleasure originate from neurons found in the same locations of the brain. In a cuckold dynamic, the man has complete control of his fear of being humiliated. He is initiating it rather than submitting to it. The psychological phenomenon is even true outside of the sexual context. A study once showed that the biggest horror movie enthusiasts often suffer from generalized anxiety disorder, GAD. This is because the frightful nature of horror movies is being controlled by the viewer and their remote which in turn calms them down. They are, in a way, conquering an overpowering fear itself or the anxiety they may experience throughout their everyday via controlling an otherwise scary situation. Cuckoldry in monogamy. Cuckoldry lends itself more to that of a relationship dynamic rather than a kink. This holds true in that you cannot really practice this fetish on a first meeting over a one night stand unless role playing is involved. The kink is played out in both monogamous and poly relationships. But what is appealing about this kink if one were to be in a monogamous couple? Most monogamists live a perpetual fear of being cheated on. For many, simply knowing that their partner is cheating is heartbreaking enough, let alone watching them get it on in the act. This practice may sound unfathomable to most serial monogamists, but as usual, there is much more psychological depth behind this fetish that meets the eye. As previously mentioned, the pain of a cuckold experiences is entirely psychological. Arguably, emotional pain hurts way more than physical pain. When we think of BDSM, a common association to that of whips and paddles, but for some BDSM kinksters such as cuckolds, the psychological and emotional pain is what drives them to their utmost pleasure peak. It is fully possible to practice cuckoldry simultaneously with monogamy. However, it may be a bit stricter on the rules and constant reassurance must be maintained in order for the practice to be perfected. Cuckoldry being such a contradiction to monogamy may sound bizarre, but it is perfectly capable of occurring in a healthy relationship. Cuckoldry in poly relationships. 
Within polydynamics, the hurdle of accepting that your partner has sexual or romantic relations with other people has probably already been addressed and dealt with. Being a poly cuckold may seem like a contradiction when you think of it. If the couple has sex with others on a regular basis, where does the act of cheating come in? In some cases, it's more of a role-playing scenario for the couple, but in other instances, the poly couple may have some of their already established rules broken in order to make it feel more realistic and painful. Compersion. Another reason why cuckoldry may be so appealing to some couples is because of compersion. If you are unfamiliar with this word, it is defined as vicarious joy associated with seeing or acknowledging one's partner enjoy sexual or romantic relations with others. With the main idea behind this being both an understanding that individuals other than themselves may fill their partner's needs in such a way they cannot, as well as genuine joy in seeing their partner have fun while having those needs met. Compersion is an emotion that isn't experienced by everyone, yet for the ones that truly experience the sensation, the jealousy that may arise from cuckoldry is likely non-existent or curbed somewhat. Whatever the situation is like in either a monogamous or poly relationships, and however it is played out, there isn't really much to advise against when it comes to cuckoldry. As long as everyone involved consents without any form of coercion and the end result ends up being pleasurable for everyone involved, cuckoldry is one of the more innocent kinks out there. So if this is something you and your partner would enjoy, definitely go out there and get your cuck on. Originally written by Stephanie, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Odin, <laughs> Odinstadortir, Odinstadortir. Yeah, you can click on the link on the episode notes and you'll come to this article and you can pronounce that last name better than me, I'm sure. But that was interesting. So learning, you know, where it came from in the past and and all of that. And I actually had found some other like real historic things, but it went on and on about a lot of things. And I wanted to make it more you know of a fully understanding rather than just historical things but yes it does refer to how that got its name by the cuckoo bird on raw truth stories of female infidelity i share stories of women who have been unfaithful to their spouse or partner i give them a safe space to be able to explain what happened and why they chose the direction of infidelity I also feel it is just as important to understand what the betrayed husband or partner faced when they uncovered the truth. She got more angry than I'd ever seen her. How dare you even suggest that I could do that? And you deviant, I can't believe you'd actually think that. In retrospect, that should have confirmed to me what was going on. The last day of his stay nearby, she said she was going to a cake decorating shop near him. I asked if she was going to call by and say hi to him, but I got another angry response. Two days later, a parking fine arrived in the mail, which confirmed she'd been with him that day, nowhere near that cake shop. A week later, she said she wanted to go to the same cake decorating shop. I was driving, so I asked her to direct me. 
She says she didn't know where it was and looked it up on the satellite navigator. But you were there only a week ago. How can you not know where it is? No, I wasn't. I ended up going somewhere else. She certainly did. To hear bonus stories of the men's discovery of female infidelity in their relationship and have early access to regular episodes ad-free, subscribe to my Patreon by visiting my website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. Subscription pledges start as low as $3 a month. As you know, how I get content for my Let's Ponder episodes is by mentioning on the show topics that I'm interested in learning more about or want to have on the show in the future, Uh, surveying people on social media, people send me their information about these certain situations. And so when it came to being cuckold, I did get quite a few responses. Some of them are a little dirty. So if that isn't anything new here for my show, right? We talk about it. We talk about it. Big deal. And so I'm excited to share some of these answers or stories rather that people sent. So we'll get started with that. As I understand it, cuckolding involves an element of disrespect and degradation of the cuckoldee husband by the wife and extra guy. That is where we draw a major line in the sand. We have always enjoyed her playing, but our number one rule, regardless of what the pairing of the moment is, that mutual respect exists between all persons. My greatest unfulfilled desire is for her to role play cheating. That is, that she has a connection with Orgaza- (laughs) I'm leaving this in here. I'm not going to edit this out. That is, that she has a connection with orgasms to the max but she keeps it her own little secret. In my mind, it is not cheating because I have pre-approved it. I would absolutely go bonkers in a good way if I accidentally discovered clues that she'd had such a hookup while I thought she was out shopping, etc. Cuckolding without the disrespect is hot wiring as I understand the labels. I like the idea of watching her with other men because I like seeing her feel good I also want to see her whole body in that context. I can't do that all at once if it's just me. I don't consider it cuckolding though, since I don't like the emasculating nature of it or the idea that the other man is taking what is mine. I reject any kind of possessiveness and just want her to feel free as an individual. I don't believe any part of the individual needs to be sacrificed when you're part of a couple. I've never allowed any man to fuck my wife in front of me, but for a little while, while my friend had nowhere to go, I allowed him to stay with us. I could see the tension between them, and I could tell she wanted it. They would literally stare at each other, and my wife loved to sit between my friend and I on the couch, in just so that she could be close to him, be touching. Like I said, I will be very honest. Around that time, I was doing Molly, and there was this one morning I didn't feel like going to work. I was very horny, so I decided to stay at home so I could masturbate. I got comfy on my bed and grabbed my lube and started jacking off with porn on the TV. I left the bedroom door barely cracked, and I really started getting into it. My wife stood outside the door watching me and playing with herself. 
But then I heard my friend show up, and I could hear them out in the next room. I could hear her gagging from his cock, or on his cock, and yeah, it kind of turned me on. So I turned it to hardcore porn and turned it up and started masturbating hard. I would moan real loud from time to time to kind of let her know that I knew what she was doing, and then I turned up the TV to max. Next thing you know, I hear her moaning, and I could just hear the smacking of skin, and she started screaming, fuck me, daddy, give me your big black cock, and starts to scream, make me your filthy slut, fuck me harder. I won't lie, I did come pretty damn hard, but normally I only fuck my woman. It just made me horny just telling you about it, but I think now, having two girlfriends, I would probably let one of them do it if they asked, only because they both turned bisexual for me. So out of fairness, I think I would do it, but I'd be fucking my other girlfriend at the same time, though. Hmm. Cuckold seems to be a really popular genre in porn. It also seems to be a fantasy held by many men. Personally... I find it insulting because all men who are victims of female infidelity are by definition cuckolds. We may have never been made to sit in a corner wearing panties while our wives were being unfaithful, but we did receive the humiliation. I wish there were a different term for the quote, ethical non-monogamous humiliation, end quote. To have an affair could be considered being a rapist. I say this because the betrayed hasn't given consent to having sex while the unfaithful partner is engaged in sexual activities with someone else. Cuckold porn seems to be based on the husband being inadequate. Fear of not being man enough or not having a large enough penis are natural fears that haunt the betrayed husband. The mental pictures are only exasperated by cuck porn. The cleanup part is horrifying to me. Did she kiss me after having his dick in her mouth? After I discovered her affair, I literally wanted to die. The humiliation and the feelings of being worthless was way too much to bear. This is why I can't understand why this excites some men. I'm not judging those who practice this. I do think those who have this lifestyle aren't properly represented by cuckold porn either. Many of the wives truly love their husbands. I have heard them say their husbands are heroic for letting them have this type of life. The cuckolds say they have feelings of compersion. Compersion is the enjoyment from seeing their partner experience pleasure. To each their own. I don't know what would be worse, knowing or not knowing. I was devastated when I found out, but to think I was sitting at home knowing what she was doing would be torture. I am reminded of Woody Harrelson in the movie Indecent Proposal. I don't believe there is such a thing as it's just sex. When two people have intercourse, their souls bond. This is why I think my wife had an affair with someone she dated before she knew me. Although she says she wants nothing to do with him, he actually carries a piece of her and she carries a piece of him. This also means there are women who I am bonded to, chained in most cases. I hope this helps your podcast. Sorry if it's too long. Feel free to paraphrase if needed. I'm kind of a nerd about researching things. Ask me what time it is and I will tell you how to make a watch. Thanks again for your devotion to helping others. So that was pretty cool. It was interesting to hear different people's ideals, idealisms, 
all that type of things. Uh, people's thoughts on it. And I like how I ended on this one about, you know, he was kind of explaining what struggles he would have with that and having experienced female infidelity with his wife cheating on him you know so he's looking at it from these different perspectives but i appreciate he says he doesn't judge other people who choose these lifestyles i'm the same way hey that may not be for me but that doesn't mean it's wrong if it's right for you it's right for you so i appreciate everybody who contributed if you want to contribute for a future let's ponder episode of course have you had a disastrous one night stand if you've been stalked or you stalked somebody um and then again and i keep mentioning these because i'm still looking for more material and have received some but not enough and it was you decided to have a three-way was it a disaster afterwards meaning not really a disaster but um it backfired did it backfire on you did affairs start happening after that or there was something else that went awry and you wish you maybe not have made that decision to have the threesome don't be embarrassed don't be shy everything is always anonymous and of course no judgment on any of it it is what it is thank you so much for listening today and i will be back next week with an all new story part one about carrie Thank you for listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. Be sure to visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. There, you will find story guides to help form your story, where you can subscribe to Patreon, and an opportunity to vote for the podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. To submit your story, share feedback about the show, or if you have a Let's Ponder suggestion, please email it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com or mail to Rebecca Adams, P.O. Box 821064, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Each story is taken into careful consideration, read without judgment, and always anonymous. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is written, produced, and edited by me, Rebecca Adams. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Be kind to one another, be kind to yourself, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.